Hi, this is Weed. And this is Cliff. Thanks for listening to the new Weed and Cliff podcast. It's a collection of things we think are interesting, and we hope you enjoy our take on them. And if you do, please consider clicking that Support the Podcast button over on the other side of the page. Thanks again for listening to the new Weed and Cliff podcast. This story comes to us from the Morning Roadshow Department of Your Tax Dollars at Work. Military procurement is big business. The federal government spends a lot of money buying things those in the armed forces need to do their jobs. And a lot of that is top secret. New technology, so there has to be safeguards in place, as you might expect, to make sure that no one finds out about what the Army's buying, and also that we as taxpayers get what we pay for. Let's see how that works. Investigators now say between 2013 and 2018, the Department of Defense contracted with a man named Ramin Cohenbosch to purchase a large amount of uniforms for troops stationed in Afghanistan. Oh, but these weren't any uniforms. The parkas were designed to be worn so that it makes the wearer more difficult to be seen by enemy forces whenever they're using night vision goggles, a certain specific fabric that had to be used. They were also supposed to be fireproof. Cost of the contract? $20 million. And the feds now say dude sold the government cheap counterfeits made in China that had neither of the two requirements built in. Not surprising whatsoever, Cliff. $20 million bucks. $20 million. Well, I've got a warning. It's not yes. really like a warning warning, like so don't panic. But... It's a slight warning. It is extremely Monday out there today. <laughs> I mean extremely. Everything that could go wrong has went wrong this morning, including the spilling of a drink right off the bat. We both... Yes. I, yes. When I first got here, I went to the break room to finish out making my coffee, and and you joined me, and you were refilling your Diet Mountain Dew, and we both spilled our drinks simultaneously. All over the place. <laughs> It was like a yeah. synchronized spillage in the break room. <laughs> I have read a survey this morning that said that eating a cup of blueberries every day yeah. will ward off cardiovascular disease. Really? A cup a day. A cup of blueberries. Yes. Okay. No word on whether they can be chocolate covered. I'm not sure if that's okay. <laughs> that wasn't in the report. It wasn't in the report. But I'm assuming that it would be okay well, since the, they said don't do it. I mean, it would... You would think that if it's a scientific study, it would cover all of those bases. Yes, and if it was bad for you, they'd say, yeah. don't do that. Right. But there was nothing there, Cliff. True. You like blueberries? Uh, when they're made into muffins. <laughs> <laughs> well. I mean, it's, that's brutally honest, but, you know. There's really only, like, a couple of fruits that I just like just raw. Does that make sense? Peach, peaches. I'm going to eat peaches and bananas. The only raw fruits for you, right? You know, and I don't, I don't really like oranges, but I'll drink apple or I'll drink orange juice all day, and I don't really like raw apples. But you can make them into a pie, and I'll eat them all day. That's kind of strange. And, well, it's more of a texture thing than anything else. Oh, I find a lot of fruit yeah. takes too much effort. Too much effort. Yes. What do you mean? Well, eating them, it takes a lot of effort. Like an orange, you know, you got to peel it and all of that stuff, and you know, a grapefruit, yeah. you slice it, and then you kind of. You know, dip it out of there with a spoon. and Yeah, you, you know. got to eat it in sections. Yes. And, and you, yeah. I find it's just too, um, 
time-consuming for me to right. actually partake in. As opposed to, I don't know, like a bowl of frosted flakes where you just dump it out in a bowl. <laughs> I was thinking of beef jerky. Okay. You just rip open the pack and there it is. There it is. There it is yeah. for you. That's my fruit. We just about the time the ink is dried, after we add the list of things you should never say to a police officer, someone seems to find us a new entry. And today's comes from St. Augustine, Florida. Police there say they at first tried to pull over 19-year-old Nicholas Jones, but he refused to stop, even though he later admitted to police that, yeah, he saw the lights and sirens, but he decided not to stop because the cop had no right to stop him. Apparently, Jones had gotten away scot-free, as... Police later told reporters that the officer who was trying to make that stop did not get a license number. Therefore, the police had no way to track him. Until Jones called 911 to brag about not being caught. <laughs> and then he said that, No cop can catch me in my Hyundai Elantra because that thing is fast. <laughs> Dispatchers were able to use the information the phone system gives them when Someone calls about an emergency to determine the man's identity and his address and his license plate and the make and model of his vehicle. And in short order, deputies found him, and this time the traffic stop was successful. Police report finding a large variety of illegal drugs stowed near the driver's seat of the man's too-fast Hyundai Elantra. <laughs> yeah, I wanted to move those out there, Cliff, before you start bragging. That never works. It never works! No, why? Why poke the bear? <laughs> Leave it alone. And that didn't take very long at all. And I mean, not long at all. What are you talking about? The latest text message that came in. Oh, basically, it, it says, I don't really want to complain, and I know this sounds bad, <laughs> but I'm kind of ready for the summer to be with the kids yeah. to be over with. Over now, already? that's pretty quick. <laughs> that didn't take long at all. Not at all. <laughs> the summer with the kids to be over with. <laughs> and the only thing I can think of, Cliff, yeah. is... Mm -hmm. You need to call in the professionals. That's what you need to and, do. And who are the professionals? You can get a hold of them yeah. at 1-800-GRANDMA. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I'll repeat that. 1-800-GRANDMA. She'll take care of it. I don't know if they have this device or not, but if they do, I'm looking for it. What's that? You wear it on your wrist. Okay. And it beeps yeah. when you've set longer this time than the previous time you were sitting. It kind of keeps a running record. Of how long you've been sitting. Yes. Okay. And it's like every time it beeps and goes yeah. off, it's like you've accomplished something by sitting longer. <laughs> it's like you've set a new record for sitting. Yes. And so, you know, if you sit for five minutes and it beeps, beating your three-minute setting time. Then you can start over. Well, the next time you sit down, yeah. if you only sit for like four minutes, yeah. you get nothing. There's no reward there. Right. But if you go past five, you get another beat. So so what you're saying is basically this is like, um, I know a lot of people, like I think it even will track it on your phone, how many steps you take during the day in an effort to be more fit. Yes. But for sitting. Yes. <laughs> it's like a sit meter It's a sit-bit. Instead of a fit-bit, I want a sit-bit. You think, I want the sit-bit. Is that too much to ask? We put somebody on the moon. Can I have a sit bit, please? Well, Cliff, a few minutes ago, we were talking about the soon-to-be-famous sit bit that I'm trying to get That's developed. Right. Instead of counting your steps, it measures the amount of time you're sitting down. Yes. 
And yeah. that, that reminded me of something. Yes. I've heard many people talk about mm-hmm. walking 10,000 steps a day for yes. good health. You have that goal of doing that. Have you ever researched why they came up with the 10,000 10, steps? No, I never. Well, this is a marketing ploy, Cliff. Oh, it is. Yes. Go figure. Yes. It has nothing to do with your health. Back in the mid-60s, yeah. a Japanese company came out yeah. with a pedometer, and they were trying to sell this pedometer, Yeah. and they gave it a name that in Japanese means the 10,000-step meter. <laughs> and the Japanese yeah. character for the number 10,000 kind of sort of looks like yeah. a man walking. Okay. And they put all of that together, and that's why now it's supposed to be healthy mm-hmm. because somebody was trying to sell you a pedometer <laughs> and walk 10,000 so steps. So it really has nothing to do with um, fitness. They haven't really done a big study that said that's the key. Mm-hmm. That's the key number that you have to do. And so that makes me feel a lot better with my 350 <laughs> steps a day. I feel healthier already. Oh, yeah, I'm sure you think do. about yeah. it. Uh-huh. Weed, it appears as though this drunk driver near Houston, Texas, had a perfectly good explanation for what caused her to drive erratically, but didn't stop her from getting arrested. 55-year-old Linda Sue Godajohn was pulled over Thursday near Hirschfield and Aldine Westfield Roads on Houston's northwest side, which is ironically someplace I know almost exactly where it is. She was taken into custody, and police say she was released Friday after posting a cash bond. Now, DUI in Texas is much like in Indiana. It's a misdemeanor unless there are mitigating factors that would allow prosecutors to upgrade the charge to a felony. Police say they might have one, as the woman was reportedly driving a school bus full of kids at the time. Witnesses said they called 911 after they noticed the bus swerving. One witness said the bus veered onto the left shoulder of the road, hit a divider wall, and then back to the right. And before the police got her pulled over... They saw the bus make a turn so sharp it nearly caused the vehicle to roll over. Officers say she flunked a field sobriety test. Blood tests will confirm what the actual blood alcohol level was, but the woman told a TV station that her erratic driving was uh, happened because she ate a donut at the school that gave her an upset stomach. <laughs> I've eaten a lot of donuts before, Cliff. Yep. None of them made me drive like that. <laughs> and if they did... Yeah. I wouldn't stop eating them. This is true. I just wouldn't drive as often. <laughs> we mentioned this, I believe it was on Friday, that okay. uh, the Elton John movie Rocket Man was yeah. going to be released over the weekend. Yep. And the results are in, and it pulled in just $25 million. Yes. Very disappointing, <laughs> and it's all box office debut. $25 oh, million. Oh, yeah. We'll see you on pay-per-view. And, <laughs> yes. And critics, though... Have not been kind to this oh, movie. Oh, I can't imagine that they would be. They are killing this thing. <laughs> and I read one of the reviews, and my favorite one so far yeah. basically says, this movie yeah. is Bohemian Crapsody. <laughs> that doesn't encourage you to go see the movie when that's what the reviewers think it is. You wouldn't go see a Crapsody, would you, Cliff? Well... No. <laughs> no. There you go. Well, the man's name, Cliff, he's from Texas. It's Frank Dewhurst. He's okay. 84 years old, and he, my friend, is an actual hero at okay. 84. At 84? Yes. Well, what happened well, at 84? Last week, Yeah. and this is pretty cool, yeah. he became the oldest organ donor 
in the history of the United States. <laughs> really? Yes, 84. Wow. He gave one of his kidneys to save the life of his neighbor. Wow. Which is pretty impressive. That is pretty impressive. You know, it's it would be tough to do for a relative, much less yeah. just a neighbor over there that could turn on you at any moment. But he did it. Happy that he did it. And, you know, if you think about it, Cliff, kidneys are kind of like the... Well, the Brita filter of your body. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> well, yeah. It filters they everything filter that goes out in. Impurities. Yes. Yes. While my bladder yeah. is like the alarm clock for my body. Because when, <laughs> when it goes off, you better pay attention. You better be, yes. There's no snoozing <laughs> through that thing. Well, what if we had a national spelling bee, Cliff, and everybody won? <laughs> well, pretty well, that's what happened. And pretty well. Eight, eight participants yeah. all tied. They all tied. You know, and I and I read an article. I think it was in the uh, Courier on Sunday, or maybe it's maybe it's in there today. I don't remember. About there are some people who are criticizing that they should have had um, more difficult words that would have eliminated the contestants down to the where there there was a single winner. I wonder why they just didn't keep going with different. Did words. they just run out of words? That's. I mean, I didn't watch What's, it, but I mean, I'm I like, just, yeah, that's that's probably worse than. You're watching soccer, it's I would guess. It's way over my head. <laughs> yes. You know, and it seems like they could, um, because everyone gets one word, and they're not repeated. They would know what word, who got what word. They could repeat words that somebody else got before. Does that make sense? That makes sense, yes. You know, and as long as they did that equally to everyone in a certain round, I don't know. They might trip somebody up. Not it was just like, find some harder words. It was just bizarre. So eight winners is I'm yeah. telling you that's that's crazy, Cliff. <laughs> C R A Y Z E E. That wait, is wait, crazy. Wait, 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 no, no, you misspelled crazy. I'm not a big fan of this raspberry lemonade. I'm really? not a huge fan of that. Really? No. Raspberry can, lemonade. Yes. Hmm. You can get it for a dollar. A dollar at Applebee's. Okay. But the best part about it is not only do you get the raspberry lemonade. They stick vodka in this thing, too, for a dollar. It's a dollar. It's an endless stream yeah. of drunken hydration flowing through you all summer long, Cliff, for one single dollar. A That's dollar. what you need to think right. of. I remember last year, Cliff, when I was in Nashville for a day, yeah. I saw a lot of people downtown on those mm -hmm. uh, motorized scooters. Okay. Especially young folks on them things, and yeah. they were just flying around, and you know, they lock them up, and you come up, and I think you use an app to get to, to pay for them. Oh, and all okay. That kind of yeah, stuff. it's like a, it's like you, you rent them. Yes. And you, and you turn them back in, and somebody else rents it, and that kind of thing. Yes, yeah, like okay. an e-scooter or something yeah. like that. okay. Well, some company, yeah. and I don't think this is going to be a very good success story. Mm-hmm. They um, decided that, uh, well, instead of scooters, yeah, they would like for you to rent, well, they're called the Kangaroo Company. Okay. So you can kind of guess what they're wanting you to rent as an uh, easy mode of transportation instead of walking or taking a scooter. Kangaroo? I don't know what it is. Pogo sticks. <laughs> they think people will actually rent a pogo really? stick to bounce from one place to the other. <laughs> now, unless they've invented a better pogo stick than the yeah. one I had as a kid, yeah. that thing would literally hurt you That's right. from time to time. I, I, I don't recall ever owning a pogo stick because I guess my parents were smart enough to not buy me one. But I did sample the, um, you know, another a friend had one. Yeah, and in you had to have, you would have to have been practiced at that thing to actually you know not break a skull or a leg. 
I can't see people doing yeah. that and not bouncing into people and off right. of cars all the yes. time. Especially in like big city and traffic environments where there's a lot of people on the sidewalk, there's cars parked along the side of the street. You got to you got to go at the right time across the street. You got to stop when it says don't walk. Yeah, it's pretty busy. And that's the, not going to end well. No, and the first city they're going to put it in, yeah. all the cities of the United States, yeah. they think San Francisco which is like the hilliest big city in the country. Exactly. That's where they're going to start out doing this. I don't believe that the e-scooters are going to be too worried about them taking over their business by any means. No. Cliff, I can't let this pogo stick alone. <laughs> I was just thinking, Yeah. perhaps these pogo sticks that they're yeah. wanting you and I mm-hmm. and everyone else to rent yeah. to transport you from place to place, Yeah. maybe they're motorized. <laughs> Got a little engine in there that so, does the bouncing for right, you, right? So you because that's kind of that's a that's a leg exercise. That's a workout. You know, you're like jumping and propelling yourself with making this spring-loaded thing go off, and, and your they, arms too because you got to hang oh, on. Well, that's true. And there's a whole balance thing. And so if there was a motor Ooh. that did the you know bouncing for you, all basically that you just have to do was balance and point it in the right direction. Yeah, and you could like you know do a little carburation work there with the oh, motor yeah, like and soup it up yeah. make you a hot rod pogo stick yes <laughs> huh? you can set a pogo stick world land speed record or something like that i'm thinking the lady <laughs> i'm thinking the ladies would be impressed if you had a souped oh, up yeah. pogo yeah, stick come on baby let's go for a ride on the back of my stick yes <laughs> well it sounds creepy when you say it but well that's what you wanted well i didn't want you to say it creepy <laughs> Well, Cliff, our take it to the bank this morning yeah. kind of hits a lot of people right in the wallet. And I mean a lot of people. <laughs> a lot of really? people. Because you don't have a lot of, um, shall we say, protection in your wallet. I don't have a lot of wallet room, no. <laughs> but since I went to the DJ Academy, yeah. I don't have student loans either. Really? Well, no. It's a well, six-week course, Cliff. How oh. much could it cost? <laughs> Seriously, it's six weeks long. <laughs> And there's the advanced course yeah. for two extra weeks. Right, so but you didn't take that. I didn't take that because I didn't want to have student debt. But okay. our Take It to the Bank is all about student loans. All righty. For those over the age of 60 really? still paying. Wow. And as a yeah. professional DJ, Cliff, yeah. I'm not going to let the hurtful voice message that came <laughs> maybe, in a few minutes ago hold affect me one bit <laughs> as we take it to the bank. That's what professionalism is. We got a hurtful voicemail? Yes. And well, let's hear it. No, no. <laughs> I'm going to do the take it to the bank as scheduled okay. as a professional would do. It's what I was trained to do, Cliff, at the DJ Academy. <laughs> and our take it to the bank today. Can we, can we hear it then later? We might hear it later. It is quite Because I want to hear it's, I want to hear what. I mean, if, it's, if we're being professional, then we should make sure that we are impartial and air both sides of the story. Okay. Just because we can't do it because it might be hurtful. Well, let's do the take it to the bank professionally to begin with. Well, go right ahead. All right. This one's kind of stunning. Okay. More than 3 million Americans over the age of 60 are still paying their student loan debts off. Really? That's a total of more than $86 billion in unpaid They're over the age of 60 and they still have student loans. Yes. Wow. That is quite incredible. That's amazing. It is amazing. Yeah. And all of that... You can take to the bank. Wait, wait. You push the button. We're supposed to hear that voicemail now, the hurtful voicemail. You still on that? <laughs> Are you I still on every, that? No one cares about the, the, the 
take it to the bank. We want to hear the voicemail. Okay, let's hear it. The voicemail we got. Um, I think everyone wants to know about what, what happened. Well, yes. we had mentioned, Cliff, the six weeks that it takes to get through the DJ Academy. Or you can take the right. advanced There's course. There's an advanced course that takes two extra weeks. Yes. But it's optional. Yes. And I mentioned that I went through the six weeks course. Right. So you went through the six weeks course, and because of the abbreviated nature of their program, you were able to get out of there with no student debt. Yes. So good for you there. Thank you. And then, yep. here it is. Yeah, but how many times did you have to take that course before you actually got out of it? All right, now. <laughs> there was that no was, need of that. That was pretty hard. That was hard. Yes. <laughs> that was pretty hard. It was. But the question remains, <laughs> how many times did you have to take the six weeks course over before you passed? More than once. More than once? Yes. Twice? I, yeah. Well, yeah. Three times. Well, let's just say this. Yeah. After a certain number. Yeah. They just give you the golden microphone and tell you to move on down the road. So I got so, a golden microphone. So out you of didn't it. actually graduate from the DJ Academy. Well, not technically. You were just told to not come back anymore. But I got the golden <laughs> microphone. It's plastic. <laughs> like you're taking to the bank trophy. I understand. <laughs> I want some real hardware on a trophy. I'm tired of the plastic. You have to actually be, you know, really good at what you do in order to get real hardware. I was good at taking the course. <laughs> Clearly. <laughs> you had it down pat by the third time through. Yeah, That's well, probably why they told you not to come back. It might have been the fourth. <laughs> we made four? It might have been. I can't recall. It was a long time ago. Well, Cliff, was there anything said? Oh, there were a few things. Let's start with number three. My bladder is the alarm clock of my body. <laughs> There's no hitting the snooze button on no. that. Either. Number two, Bohemian Crapsody. <laughs> and the number one morning roadshow phrase for today, an endless stream of drunken hydration. Yes. <laughs> and you know where to get it. Applebee's. That's exactly right. <laughs> if there's something you'd like to hear us talk about, go to weedandcliff.com and click the Contact Us button and send us a message. Thanks again for listening to the new Weed and Cliff podcast.